Hi, my name is Ken. By weight, it's the liver. The liver is the largest solid internal organ. Up to 1.5 kilos. The skin weight is around 16% of the overall body weight. 79 or 80 counting the interstitium. Some are of the opinion that it is the second largest to interstitium. It is the network of collagen fibers and fluid-filled spaces that underlies the skin. It surrounds the guts, muscles, and blood vessels. Kind of, it is like the inner tube of a tire. The brain, followed by the lungs. Then come the heart and the kidneys. Hello, my name is Ronnie. The toughest skin is of the ball of the foot. The most delicate is the skin of the eyelids. Skin is as tough as leather, obviously. This is due to the cross-linking of the collagen fibers. Around two square meters. For a human adult, there is no such thing as the normal temperature. There is only the range over which temperature fluctuates and changes. On the average, in the mouth. The range of oral skin temperature in women is greater than in men. Well, their average lower oral temperature is lower than that of men. By a lot, 33.2 Celsius in women versus 35.7 Celsius in men. Definitely wow. The high rend is not as profoundly different, but still, the average oral skin temperature in women is 38.1 Celsius versus 37.7 Celsius in men. Possibly, and they are also hotter. My name is Clint. The skin's thermal emissivity is around 0.97%, making it a perfect radiator for both heating and cooling the body. Thermal emissivity is a capacity to emit or lose thermal energy. It is called a black body, which has the thermal emissivity of one. That would be a perfect reflector with the thermal emissivity of zero. Hello, my name is Edmund. Viruses, bacteria, and environmental irritants. And that protection is not just mechanical. Skin is not just a physical barrier. 
chemical, microbiological, and immunological. Physically or mechanically, the outermost layer of the epidermis, the stratum corneum, consists of dead, dried-out cells called corneocytes. Indeed, corneocytes are not just there as a net, but they are laid out in a bricks and mortar arrangement. Stratum corneum is your first line of defense. It is what makes you tough-skinned. Literally. Without a doubt. The skin thickens the more it is exposed to stress. Hello. My name is Michael. The Great Wall of Corneocytes. It's chemical. Skin is a chemical barrier between the body and the environment. The acidic skin surface prevents colonization with pathogens and supports the normal skin microbiome. Pretty acidic. The human skin surface has a normal pH as low as 4.5. When the soil has that kind of acidity, almost nothing will grow in it, or on it. That, but not only that. There is more antimicrobial protection that the skin is packing. That definitely makes skin naturally antimicrobial. Like natural microban. Antimicrobial peptides Antimicrobial peptides are proteins with potent broad-spectrum antimicrobial properties. There is over 100 antimicrobial peptides. They play a key role in atopic dermatitis, psoriasis and rosacea, among other skin disorders. It does. I remember back in the day when even taking a shower on the moon was a rarity. Yes. Before they melted some of that that water ice at the bottom of the Aitken Basin craters in the South Pole, it was rough going. It made all the difference in the world. Like reinvention of indoor plumbing back on Earth. Yes, Terra Luna. There is not one without the other. That's for sure. Why so? And the skin doesn't? And that's not enough? Skin produces hormones and vitamin D. Your skin both defends the host, that's you, and serves as tissue homeostasis. Homeostasis, from Greek, homeo, similar, as in homies folks similar to you, and stasis, which means standing still. Correct.
homeostasis is the maintenance of the internal steady state. Control of cellular proliferation and death, and control of metabolic function. Death gives way to skin renewal. Your body produces cells in two ways, by division, and from stem cells. Cell division is called mitosis. Mitis is thread of carpet, osis is process, both in Greek. Skin cells are produced in the lower level of the epidermis. Then they move to the surface within four weeks. The cells of stratum corneum, which in Latin means horny layer, fall to the ground as flakes, or are washed away. Kind of. We shed our horns, too. Or our horny stratum. Latin, along with Greek, V, is very helpful but also, more comprehensible. That's correct. As the skin cells keratinize, they enucleate, or lose, their nuclei. Alive. But not for long. Enucleation occurs in epidermal keratinocytes, and two more types of mammalian cells. Lens fiber cells in the eye and erythroblasts, the intermediate stage of the red blood cell formation. Somatic, from Greek soma, body, are the cells of the body. As opposed to the sperm and the egg, they are called germ cells. Germ cells proliferate by meiosis. Meiosis is the Greek for lessening. Meiosis is also known as reductional division. Mitosis is the renewal. Meiosis is giving birth to new life. Mitosis produces two genetically identical cells. Correct. Mitosis occurs only if needed to repair DNA damage. It is. Think of the epidermis shedding the dead skin cells, and the skin producing more of itself by way of mitosis. Sure. Mechanistically, during the process of mitosis, a second nucleus is formed in the same cell where the DNA has made a copy of itself. Except in the same cell. The entire cell then divides up the rest of its organelles and cytoplasm. The cell's suborgans. Organized, are specialized structure within a cell. Cytoplasm is the fluid inside the cell, except it is never inside the nucleus.
The nucleus is the holy of holies that does not tolerate intrusions. It views even cytoplasm as a contaminant. Cytoplasm is largely water, with salts and some organic molecules mixed in. If you call cytoplasm the juice of life, you can call mitosis the bark of the tree of life. Never with mitosis. Mitosis equals DNA replication. 10 trillion with a T. If skin is 16% of the body weight, and the body contains 10 trillion cells, you do the math. 1.6 trillion cells in the skin. The number of cells vary within a factor of pi? Right on. The bigger the body, the more cells it contains. From 10 up to 37 trillion cells. Think about it this way. Mitosis has a T in it. T is in two identical cells. On the contrary. Mitosis occurs everywhere except where germ cells are created. Correct. The germ cells in testes and ovaries divide by meiosis. Correct. Meiosis results in recombinant chromosomes in every gamete. Each of the four gametes produced is therefore genetically unique. Precisely. The colored bodies. That's how they first were seen under the microscope, with the addition of the pigments. Every single one. It depends. Generally, hair is there to protect the skin. Hair in the nose and ears serves as a filter. Hair in the armpit and genital regions retains moisture and heat. The difference is that in epilation, the entire hair is removed, including the hair follicle. Correct. While depilation, such as shaving, removes only the superficial hair, the hair follicles remain in the skin. Hair in the middle ear serves to regulate balance. Sensory nerves sense and transmit pain, heat and other noxious sensations. Correct. Sensory nerves read both pleasure and pain. They are only found in the epidermis. In the upper skin. Definitely not. When malfunctioning, sensory nerves can produce sensations such as numbness, pins and needles, pain, 
tingling, or burning. Two words. Vasoconstriction and vasodilation? You got it. Vasoconstriction is the constriction of the capillaries in the cold environment. Vasodilation is the dilation of the capillaries in the hot environment relative to the body temperature. Correct. And constricted vessels help retain heat. Humidity affects thermoregulation in that it limits evaporation of sweat. Sweat evaporation results in heat loss. Body heat is emitted, lost, by radiation. They can be. Radiation is the emission of energy as electromagnetic waves, or as moving subatomic particles. By convection. Convection is the rising of hotter liquids or gases, and the sinking of colder and denser material. Body heat is exchanged by conduction. That is when the body is in physical contact with something that has a different temperature, even though there is no movement of the material. Try sitting on a cold bench in the park even on a sunny day, and you will quickly get cold. Get in a hot car on a summer day, and you will get hot. Sweating, or perspiration, is the fourth and final way of exchanging body heat. When we sweat, we cool down. Nails grow at the rate of one nanometer per second. Correct. That is still not enough for you to really notice a difference. A rash is an area of skin that is irritated or swollen. Rashes are often itchy and painful, and may appear differently on different skin tones. On darker skin tones, rashes may appear purple, gray, or white, as opposed to pink or red, on lighter skin tones. It really is. A signal of an underlying condition. Here is a partial list. Contact dermatitis. Drug rash. Heat rash, miliaria. A heat rash occurs when the flow of sweat is obstructed, usually due to hot humid weather, or due to overdressing. Intertrigo, inflammation caused by skin-to-skin -skin friction. Ringworm of the body, tinea corporis. Rosacea. Shingles, herpes zoster. Swimmer's rash, circarial dermatitis an allergic reaction to water-borne parasites. You can say that. Here are some more examples of rashes and their causes. Flea bites. Fifth disease, caused by parvovirus. Impetigo, a common contagious skin infection. Allergic eczema.
hand, foot and mouth disease. Diaper rash. Eczema as atopic dermatitis. Psoriasis. Chickenpox. Systemic lupus erythematosus, SLE. Cellulitis. Apples and oranges. Cellulitis is a bacterial skin infection and not the cellulite you are referring to. Cellulite is the herniation of subcutaneous fat within fibrous connective tissue. There is scabies, a skin infestation caused by a mite. Measles, or rubiola, a viral infection. There is tick bites, an allergic. Not yet, but, there's seborrheic dermatitis, a chronic form of eczema, mostly affecting the scalp. It is known to cause dandruff. Scarlet fever, aka scarlatina, a condition that develops in people that have strep throat. Kawasaki disease, or mucocutaneous lymph node syndrome, mostly affecting children under age 5. That just about covers it.